right, all right, all right, all right. Welcome to the Investment Banking Insights Podcast. My name is Alex Mason and I am your host. Thank you for joining me today. This is the show where we're talking about investment banking. Yes, even if you come from a non-finance background, if you're just trying to get up to speed with what this whole recruiting process looks like, I am here to help you understand the things you need to know. And I can say that because I am going through this process myself. I am recruiting for investment banking and learning all these things. And so I thought, well, I'm learning it. I might as well share it with you. So that's why I'm here to help you. Now, we've talked about a lot of things so far, even in just these first few episodes together. But now I want to pivot from kind of these broader, super general topics to things that are a little bit more tactical. And we're going to talk a little bit about some of the behavioral aspects of the recruiting process. And specifically in today's episode, we're talking about the four inevitable questions, the four main questions that you are going to get in the recruiting process, or so I've been told by people who have gone through this process very recently. The first thing is, tell me about yourself. And what this question is really asking is, who are you? That's question number one. Question number two is, why investment banking? People want to know, like, why are you interested in this? Why do you want to do this? And then the next question is, why do you want to work here specifically? And then the fourth question is, why do you want to work in this group? So tell me about yourself. Why investment banking? Why do you want to work here specifically at this firm? And then why do you want to work in this group? And these are all simple questions. They're all very valid questions. <laughs> As you can imagine, if you were in the interviewer's shoes, you would want to know from the applicant perspective, like, hey, who, who are you? Why do you want to be here? What's going on? And you really want to understand the motivation of the person on the other side of the table and what they're trying to achieve. And so we're going to be going through those four. Today, we're focusing specifically on just that number one question, because there's so much to unpack in that question. So tell me about yourself. Who are you? That is the question. And it's usually the one that interviewers will open up with because it's super general. It can be answered in a number of ways. And you can already start getting a strong sense of who a person is just from their response to this one question. So let's go ahead and talk about it. Another way to think about this question is basically, this is your pitch, right? You go up to people, you don't know them, they don't know you, you're trying to understand just a little bit about each other in a very short period of time, this is your chance to make that great first impression. So it's critical that you and I get this part right. And just practicing your story, understanding who you are, having a strong sense of where you've been where you are now and where you want to go, that is the foundation for a great pitch. And really the foundation, I think, of any great story that you tell about yourself and your lived experience to others. So make sure that you have some time. If you haven't already just done some internal work to think about kind of where you've been and what you want to do, go ahead and do that now because all of the tactical things that I'm about to describe, they won't really matter if you haven't already connected emotionally and purposefully with who you are as a person. Now, fortunately, 
if you have already been through the MBA application process, you've been admitted to a program, you've probably already done this because within the MBA application process, there are so many essays, there's a lot of interviews already that kind of draw these things out. So you probably already have some practice with this. If you're at that phase, if you're not at that phase yet, don't worry, you'll get to that in time. But definitely spend that time because it's going to make a world of a difference. So that's kind of step one. The next piece of this is that your pitch has to be short. Your answer to this question has to be relatively short. Don't ramble on for three or five minutes just going off about your history and everything that you've done because you're going to lose people's interest. (laughs) And actually, I see this in the podcast world a lot. People will ramble on and just not get to the point. So please don't do that. Now, I'm going to give you an example of what I would consider a mediocre or bad pitch. And then I'm going to give you an example of a better pitch or what I think is a good pitch. And this is going to be my own pitch. So you'll learn a little bit about me in the process. But I just want to give you an actual example so you get a sense of what is going on. And then I'll explain why I'm doing what I'm doing after the fact. Okay, here we go. Here's pitch version number one. Hi, my name is Alex Mason. I am an aerospace engineer. I've been doing that the past several years. And I worked at a couple of different companies, most recently Northrop Grumman, where I worked in the quality engineering team. And before that, I worked at Boeing and I was a design engineer making airplane parts. And uh, before that, I studied uh, engineering at MIT and had a great time there. Um, But what I want to do now is work in investment banking and apply my analytical skills to the financial markets. All right, that was pitch number one. Now I'm going to do a different version of pitch number two. Hi, my name is Alex Mason, and I'm excited to recruit for this investment banking associate position at this firm here in the Chicago office. I love the idea of becoming an investment banker because I want to be at the epicenter of where financial transactions take place. I understand that investment banks help investors as well as entrepreneurs make transactions and ultimately help make the world a better place by literally shaping the financial landscape that affects millions of people. And I want to be at the heart of that. Now, a little bit about me and where I come from is I always loved ideas and knowledge and connecting things together which led me to studying engineering at MIT. I had a career for several years working as an aerospace engineer, doing various things. But along the way, I actually struggled with my personal finances, and that led me to want to learn more about investing. So in 2018, I started a podcast called Stock Stories, and I started studying the history and business models of some of America's largest corporations. Now, in that journey, I realized that some of the most key moments of transition for a lot of the businesses that I studied were facilitated by investment banks. And so that led me to want to go get my MBA and figure out that not only do I want to understand how these businesses work, but I want to actually be a part of the change. And that's what led me to talking to you today. Okay, so that was pitch number two. Now, did you hear the difference between pitches number one and number two? Pitch number one was kind of this ordinary type of spiel that you probably heard before if you've been to any networking events or conferences where you meet someone and then you ask them about themselves and they just kind of just go off on their resume like here's fact number one 
fact number two, fact number three, and then it's very easy to get bored, right? And notice how in pitch number one, I just kind of listed those facts, but I didn't really give any color, any kind of interest, any kind of relevancy to the why of investment banking or why me. And so that's just kind of like this drab, ordinary spiel. But then transition to pitch number two and okay, take this with a grain of salt because I'm still working on this, <laughs> but hopefully you can hear that it was way better than the first version. I was very clear and specific at the outset. I said what I wanted to do. And then I explained a little bit of context as far as who I am and what I've done in the past without going too much into detail. Remember, just keeping it pretty high level. This is what I've done academically. This is what I've done professionally very quick and then i move on to connecting the past and the future and that's really what i'm trying to do here with the pitch so let's break down how i put together the answers to this question how i put together my pitch so that you can understand how to do it for yourself and this is coming from a video course i took on linkedin learning actually by a woman named jody glickman who actually is a former investment banker herself but focuses now on helping people with their careers and doing career coaching. It's a really great course. I, I highly recommend that you listen to it in its entirety, but I'll just give you the quick version here because I found it super useful. And it's this three-part framework to developing your pitch. When someone asks you, tell me about yourself or who are you or walk me through your resume. First step is to lead with your destination. Again, people do not wanna hear <laughs> your res resume in reverse chronological order it doesn't it's not that interesting <laughs> why should anyone care about that so start with what you want to do next what are you excited about what are you trying to do now remember when you begin that conversation before you have a conversation with anyone just ask yourself why am i having this conversation what's my goal here and remember the goal is not to land the job necessarily the goal is really just to get to the next step and then when you get to the next step, the goal is to get to the step after that, and then so on and so forth, then you land the offer. Remember, you're not trying to close the deal right away. You're just trying to get to know someone and have them get to know you in a short period of time in a way that's relatable and in a way that you truly connect. So first of all, lead with your destination. Start out with your punchline. Number two is to explain your backstory, right? People may be excited by your passion, your enthusiasm, what you're trying to do in the world. It's all great and exciting. You want to be an investment banker. Oh, that's great. But why? Who are you? What makes you different from just everyone else that I've talked to today? And this is where the color in your backstory really comes in. And it's important here to not just focus on what you did most recently. It's not about what's recent. It's about what's relevant. So focus on relevant experiences. Now, for example, I am an engineer. So the analytical skills that I have are transferable to investment banking. Now that's not specifically finance related skills, but it is a transferable skill. So if you haven't worked in finance before, focus on your transferable skill set, whatever that may be. And then the third part of this framework is to connect the dots. Like, okay, you've told them what you wanna do, that's the future. You've told them a little bit about where you've been at your past. How are you going to connect your past with your future? And so that's where your storytelling comes in to kind of weave those things together so that in the other person's mind, it clicks very clearly. Okay, I understand why this person is doing this. 
understand a little bit about who they are. Okay, this is a logical progression here. I get it. Now I want to talk to this person some more. And the goal at this point is the other person should be intrigued and want to ask you follow-up questions based on the pitch that you just gave them. So again, number one, lead with your destination. Two, explain your backstory. And then three, connect the dots. That's the basic framework, one, two, three. And then that's a really great way to get someone interested and share with them a powerful short story in a very limited amount of time that you have where you've captured their attention. A final note here for you is that when you're crafting your pitch, remember that it's not just a one-size-fits-all pitch because really this isn't about some kind of monologue. This is about a dialogue. This is about having a conversation. So if someone cuts you off in the middle of your pitch because they want to ask a follow-up question about something you just said, be okay with that and just go with the flow. This isn't about just memorizing everything to the nth degree. So keep that in mind. And also think about your audience. Depending on who you're talking to in the process, it may you may change your pitch a little bit depending on who your audience is. So if you're talking to someone at, I don't know, maybe someone from who works in a specific group within investment banking and you really want to show alignment with that group that that person works in, find elements of your story that you can highlight as opposed to other elements that you may save for a different audience. So be cognizant of your audience and be clear when you communicate. And remember, be relatively brief. That second pitch that I gave was less than 90 seconds long. So definitely try to stick within one to two minutes. I would not go further than that. Otherwise, you're just pretty much rambling. And yeah, that should take you really far. And again, I'm still very much figuring this out for myself, but those are some things that I've learned and I hope that they've helped you. Now, in the next episode of the Investment Banking Insights Podcast, we're going to be talking about the other questions that you will inevitably get during this recruiting process. Specifically, in the next episode, we're going to be talking about the why investment banking question and then also the why do you want to work here question. So tune in next time for more insights. All right. I'll see you next time.